Hello everybody, this is Caden on the From the Table podcast. Before we start this episode, I just want to take this moment to talk about the tornadoes that have come through our area this past weekend. Hear these words from Pastor Amanda as this is what she had to say this previous Saturday night. Horrific. For so many in our region, daylight brought a living nightmare this morning. In a matter of seconds, their lives, homes, and communities were upended last night. I didn't begin to see the full extent of it, and I can't process what's happened. I just know that my heart breaks for those who will be sifting through their lives, trying to hold the pieces together for the days, weeks, and months to come. There isn't anything nice or neat that can be said. This will be a long, complex, grief-filled journey for so many. May we sit in these dark places with the people who need us to be heartbroken with them today. Today, that with looked like hands and feet working to clean up debris and pack up valuables, It looked like delivering hot meals and offering a warm place to shelter and recharge. It looked like collecting funds, resources, and willing volunteers. It looked like calls and texts. It looked like accepting your helplessness and whispering a prayer for mercy. To allow ourselves to journey with those who are suffering is to allow our very own hearts to be broken. And isn't this what Advent looks for? Aren't we fixing our eyes and hearts on the one who is willing to leave the throne of heaven to enter our suffering and walk with us? He is with us most palpably as we are with those who are hurting. May we make room, Lord. Lord, have mercy. Lord, be with us. Thank you to Pastor Amanda for letting me use her message. On behalf of me, Bryant, and the whole church, we are praying for everybody who was and is still affected by the weather that has happened this past weekend. To the cities of Dresden, Mayfield, Kentucky, and every other city affected by this weather, we are praying for you. We understand that these times aren't easy right now and won't be for a while, but we will get through them together better than ever. Now, on to this week's episode on From the Table. Welcome, this is episode three from From the Table. Uh, we are here today with Mr. Carey and Mr. Glenn. Um, howdy, how are y'all doing tonight? We're doing good tonight, how about you? Good, good. So y'all, y'all work at WeCare. They are volunteers at WeCare. Um, just so, Mr. Glenn, just tell us about yourself. How, like, I started uh, at WeCare twelve years ago, two thousand and nine. Wow. And uh, it started off. Dee, my wife, worked there during during the store hours at the, at the counter, and they asked her if she would like to work in the food bank. And she said, yes, and she said, my husband would come along, and what they were looking for was somebody to replace the director of the food bank at night because she's going to be gone for six weeks hmm. right. for surgery. So we were basically in charge of the food bank for six weeks. After a month. So you, you were interim. Yeah, <laughs> Stretched it to 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I thought, well, that probably what we're all going to do just six weeks and we're done. And yeah. And it didn't work out that way. Yeah. It was fun. It was gratifying to help people. And uh, we just continued on. And then it uh, evolved. I started doing other things, whatever, the, whatever needed to be done. And we started working on one Saturday a month at the, at the counter. Then the man that did the uh, holiday stuff 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had to give it up to get a bad back. Yeah. And that's why I take over it again. Every time you see that Christmas stuff out there or Valentine's or um, the guy did it. Yeah. Packed it all up and put it away. <laughs> and it, it, it's, the Christmas stuff especially is fun because mm. right. kids are coming here. Youth groups are coming Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our youth group, big one. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going... I'm crying because it took me all year to fill it up and all it took them two all yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. So, Mr. Carey, tell us about yourself. Introduce yourself. Uh, Gary Buxton moved to Martin or re- retired at 62 and moved back to Martin, Tennessee. Only spent 10 years here. Finished at UTM in 74 and then went away for 40 years. Retired. Came back here to home. Take care of my mother at that time. But... I walked up to, to the soybean festival, which I had never heard about. <laughs> and I walked up there one night, and lo and behold, here's Betty Baker, and they got tents and tables set up. And they're giving away hot dogs. Wow. And I'm thinking, whoa, this is kind of neat. Free food. Yeah, you know, yeah. And I very seldom turn around free food. And we're talking to Betty, and she said, Karen, this is put on by We Care, and I have no idea what We Care is. And she said, well, we're a ministry here in town. We take in donations and we sell them to the public. We use the money to do things like this for help out. She said, but one of our gentlemen who checks out electrical items, Marvin Downing, he's going to have his knees replaced or something. So hmm. we're going to need to have somebody to fill in for him for six weeks. I said, sure, I kind of know a little bit about that. <laughs> that was seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still there filling in for Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> The, they're, they're still saying that. Oh, Marvin will be back. I know I'll ask Marvin several times. Marvin, how are those knees doing? Are you ready to come back from work? But he he does a little bit when I'm not there, but he pulls out of the 4x4 four four bins and puts it on the tables, and he hauls yeah. scrap metal and things around and, and all the cardboard. Yeah. I check out things that are electrical in nature. If it has a battery in it or electrical cord in it on detached to it, I check it for safety and operation. And... Uh, vacuum cleaners, clean mm. them up a little bit and maybe buy a part or two. I ordered something for one filter that the reason I think the phone, the family gave it to us because they took a filter out and lost it and it wasn't mm-hmm. filtering anything. So there's dust in their house. So I worried that, but it's a fun job. It's, it's right. something that keeps me off the streets for five days a week. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. I enjoy it and I'll keep going as it's long good. as I can do it. I will say that. Every time I have gone in during the day on, on a day that week here is not open, and I usually, I'm obviously I'm there most of the time to talk to Betty about something, but uh, before I leave, I like to go around and see if any, I know anyone. I usually see y'all, but I always know where he's going to be. <laughs> I always, I'm like, the first time I was like, I, I went back there and I didn't even, I didn't even know you, you, you worked there. And yes, you, yeah. Well, and it is it is a a uh, recessed area. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so which is good because it's electrical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember I remember the following times thinking, oh, I wonder if Mr. Carey's here. And I was like, oh, I'll go back there, take a left after the opening, and see if he's there. Always there. As long as you don't get there too early on those days, because I am not one of those people that wakes up with the uh, you know. Crow, you know, calling or, you know. Yeah, no, 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 I no, understand. I get there when I get there, and then I leave when it's kind of done, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's good. Well, 
I was supposed to intro our week here history uh, about five minutes ago. So <laughs> why don't we do that now? Yeah. For All anyone right, listening, go. it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We Care is a ministry. It's a nonprofit. It began in 1973 at this church, at First United Methodist Church, Martin, uh, with a donation of $3,600. And the key to uh, that was a, like a designated donation. It had to be used for people and not for bricks and mortar. Um, and so it, it really just was kind of like in the backyard kind of kind of style, uh, offering um, like thrift store kind of mentality for the community because that that's what the need was. Uh, it has massively expanded since then. Um, it, it's more than a thrift store. Every time I talk to, to to Betty, she loves to share the mission and what the needs are, and she always tells me we are more than a thrift store here. Tell tell people that. Get that word out. And she has she has some things on here, some programs that have gone from thrift store, which basically just clothing, um, discounted clothing, to public support, family support, seasonal needs. Mr. Glenn, you've already talked about the holidays and the Christmas store, uh, hunger relief with with the food bank, uh, educational and spiritual growth programs, and then. There's also uh, a new program that was started in 2020 called Rise Above, and the purpose of that is to help clients rise above their circumstances with training skills that will lift them out of poverty, which is incredible Mm -hmm. because it's great to have a place where you can get your needs met at your income. It's an entirely different thing to change someone's life and give them an opportunity to rise above where they're where they're at. I mean, that is, you know, and there's programs out there, uh, but seldom does a a, a, a nonprofit that isn't um, isn't multi chains is able to do something like that. And that's just, I mean, and I know uh, Betty uh, Betty, who's the We Care director, um, has mentioned to me uh, dental care, uh, eye care. There's there's vision and dental and different kind of ways that they help people out even more than than those six programs so uh, I just wanted to make sure uh, we had that in there for anyone that might just assume that we care as a thrift store it's much more than that it does so much for um, really every income level Uh, but it Betty and the team here with Mr. Glenn and Mr. Carey and the whole team is constantly aware of what is the needs that need to be met and let's figure out how we can do that at We Care Ministries because we care. Right. So, yeah, yeah so I just wanted to say that. One of yeah. the things that they also do that I see, I work in my little corner of the uh, you know back room there, and they have a cleaning table, and different people are there, seems like every week, because a lot of people from the industries around town, MTD, uh, Leland Palace Fruit Company, mm. people that are injured or on the job on light duty, they come to We Care. Yeah. And they work... Um, you know, cleaning parts or helping me out. They they work around wherever they can. Yeah. So it serves a need there. To right. These people. And there's many people, and it's not. It wouldn't just be this church, but but I can only speak for during work hours at this church. Many people that come by asking for certain things, and, and we always point them to we care because Betty has set something up. There's there's a knowledge of a need, and it's really the epicenter oh, for yeah. the town. There 
there's people come through that are on community service. Mm. All right. Oh, and, and, which stretches beyond Martin. It, it's, oh, yeah. uh, she was telling me the other day, someone from out of state it was coming in. Well, it's, it's, it's amazing. What, what I do is nothing. I just, you know, like change out batteries and plug it in. The, but when they get these people that are in so many places, like, you know, they're at the low point in their life. Right. And they're coming there and they're being helped with food. Uh, a chance to get into a job, things like that. Yeah, it's really a blessing to this town. And like I say, the community, the Wickley County and around Wickley yeah, County. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm talking about uh, state people come in. Yeah. There was one time I was working the counter on a Saturday. And this couple come walking in there. They walked, they walked around the store and did their shopping and come by and and they stopped and talked to us. This is, we're from Nashville. We just ride around. And we happen to pass here, and this yeah. here's this place that was just jam packed full of people. Yeah, we had to stop and see what. Yeah, it was. what's going on? We explained to them what what we do, and uh, and these were amazed. Yeah, they said we need something like this in Nashville. Yeah, and yeah. Very. Other places have said the same thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're, we're very lucky to have this. Very opportunity. Absolutely. Very. Yeah. So that's a little bit about We Care right there. So for the people who don't know, that is that is indeed We Care. Um, so Mr. Glenn, tell us about your involvement at We Care. Um, just like what goes on. I mean, you really. I mean, you really kind of answered it already. But you know, it's like, I mean. Yeah, like, what, like, like what's a, if, it, if the season wasn't Christmas, right? What would you do? Yeah. Uh, well, on Thursdays, I work at the food bank and give out food. And that's basically all I do. And boy, I sometimes I come in there during the week and do the sorting for the for the holiday stuff. But basically, that's about all I do. And then work at one Saturday a month. But it takes a couple, three, well, four hours, maybe. Well, yeah. when I get electrical items on my table, and now especially all, all during the year, people donate Christmas lights, all types of, you know, little small lights, big lights. And unless they come packaged in the original carton that they're, you know, sold in, we can't sell them in the store like that. They mm. That goes to Mr. Glenn and Dee, and they, I, I get, I fill up a con, uh, tote with them and tote yeah. will be disappeared and an empty one is there and they yeah. just uh, process those right. year round. I mean, people, they don't uh, donate Christmas stuff around Christmas. They, moment January through December, yeah. we get donations of everything. But it's fun. It's fun to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not hard work, but just there. Well, feeding off that last question, what are some of those areas of need like today? Okay, so we know that there's always a need. Uh, there's always a need for volunteer. I, I know every time we go, Betty goes, you know, how mu- what else could you do here? Or what, what are some other people that we could get to help? Uh, more help just advances all of the programs that are going on. Uh, so in terms of that, in terms of serving, what are the areas of need at We Care from what you can see that would be a huge help uh, in, in terms of serving with We Care. Do you have any of, any of those areas? 
I, I see again because you know we have a, a cleaning bench that all the donations that come through that people give us, they don't they don't wash them up and polish them up before they give them to We Care. Okay. They kind of give them to you as is where is, and we are sometimes short staffed in that area. Yes. Where it may go for a week without having somebody there to clean the items. Right. And that's where we kind of uh, you know fall short there and having a, a continuous supply of volunteers that will help you out in areas like that. So it's almost, it's like that concept, uh, leave something better than you found it. If you're donating your clothes, just be aware, be, yeah. be aware of the cleanliness of them because just because they're donated doesn't mean always that they're usable in, in some fashions. I remember I've, I've dumped out those, those bins uh, many times, and then there's some things you just have to throw away. Well, I, right. I watch over to the, and it's mostly ladies that are, that are sorting through the clothing, couple of men every now and then, but mm. they have to smell the clothing yes. when they take it out. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry, I am yeah. not one of those who wants to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But it's a job you have to do I mean, it. Yeah, it's you have to do it. Right. People are not sending them out to the right. dry cleaner right. before they give them right. away. Right. It's just <laughs> comes out of this. Well and that and, and it's not and it's not that, you know, you have to go to the fullest extent, but to be aware though, you know, when you're when you are donating, just be be aware of its condition and think, you know, is this is this wearable? Is this is this does this have a like food? Does this have a shelf life for someone you know, someone to wear? Uh, I think that's important for everyone listening to know. Well, shoes that we get hundreds of pairs of shoes. Yeah, it seems like every week or if not, you know, and they do have a washing machine that they wash the shoes on. But again, that's not for like leather shoes and right. those we have. Right, right, right. Uh, people that do to clean the shoes and polish them and everything. So it's a lot of work in getting the donations of clothing from the four by four bins out in front of our building yeah. that you drop off until it's on the shelf in the store being sold to you as a consumer. Yeah. A lot of things uh, go through a lot of uh, processes before it's there, before you buy it. Mr. Glenn? Uh, there, of course, it, it, it changes from week to week, month to month, what the Oh, we sure, need. sure. Last, like last month, we were in dire need of Walmart bags. Yes. And that's one thing people can do. They can pick up their, you know, pack up their bag and bring them right. to Walmart. It doesn't cost anything. You don't, talk to, you don't have to spend no time there. Just drop them off. Yeah. And that would help a lot. Yeah. Do you, is that still a need, do you think? It's always. It's, well, it's always a need. It's always we're a need. Off yeah. from last month, but it, yeah. It's lost because we haven't been opening. Right. Right. Okay. It, it's better, but we always need bags. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it takes a volunteer sitting down, smoothing out bags right. yeah. so that they can be used you know, in the oh, you know, yeah. sales counters. Yeah. Right. Because right. Right, they can't be crumbled up, can they? Well, no. yeah, you, you, can't, you can't easily keep a crumpled up bag of bags. Right. They're right. pulling out of the right. So somebody sits down, smooths them out in stacks, and then Put some away for the salespeople when we're open on Wednesdays. And that and that that takes time. It takes time. a lot of time. It takes time. Yeah. And especially if 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 you're needing more volunteers, that's, I mean, that's a job. That's a job right yeah. there. That it's not, it's little things. It's just it's little things that make the difference. And you need people to every, do not that. Every yeah. job is like being a brain surgeon. Right. But it has to be done. It has to be done. And a very you know simple yeah. smoothing out a plastic bag, putting another one on top, smoothing out. 
thing, well, I can do that. Great. Well, it's, it's the call of Apostle Paul. Uh, we're all part of the body, and we all have, uh, we, we are all a part of the body. Uh, some are arms, legs, uh, other appendages, facial structures, everything. Everyone has the part. The body will not function normal if it doesn't have all the parts. Which is, and, and when you don't have all the parts, then the leg's doing more work than it should, or, you know, and then, then you have injuries. Yeah, so, so I mean, it really is, it. you know, it's, 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 um, it's something the last two times uh, we've brought the youth group there that has been evident when we leave there, the conversation goes to, we've come out of a pandemic, we need more volunteers, we need more people on a regular basis right. here. Yeah. And, I mean, have you felt pre-pandemic versus now, ha have you seen a increase in stress, anxiety? Is there anything, you know, because I know, I know that there's fewer volunteers. How has that affected uh, workflow? Has it affected workflow? You know, what, what would you say to that? It seems that even when you know, we're lacking volunteers, like on the cleaning bench, and it piles up, but then somebody, the Lord uh, kind of takes care of us. You know, all yeah. of a sudden, we have a young lady there that she's on light duty from MTD, mm. but she's working on the cleaning bench for the last you know, several weeks. And another gentleman who uh, on the same thing, on light duty, yeah. he's working there. It's, uh, it's amazing how it seems like that we don't get stuck forever without a volunteer yeah. or you know somebody coming in to volunteer or a light duty person or somebody doing community service they fill the bill it seems like it yeah mm -hmm. keeps it going well that's a nice transition to the next question because this week we're in uh yesterday pastor amanda talked about joy but it's a different understanding of what joy means. it doesn't mean the emotion on your face it's the endurance to make it through things despite the circumstance not being joyful. So it's like a it's like a, a an optimism to not just to say if someone says, "Hey, how are you?" Oh, I'm great, and give a smile. But it it's the work, the the endurance of of moving through something when you could easily fold it, you could easily um, let it go. And, and just find yourself in a state of, of I don't know what we're going to do. But it, seem, it feels like to me that that word, joy, and we care, feels so connected because there are so many reasons why volunteering, especially places that do volunteering, uh, struggle. Uh, but struggle to the point of failure. And it, it feels like we care always finds a way because people are willing. It, and there's all, there's there, what you said, Mr. Carey, there's almost an unexplainable part. I don't know how, you know, we were able to get through that part of this year, but we were. Um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know who did this job that we needed to get done and we didn't know who was going to do it and it got done. Um, it, it's, it does. It feels like you know joy in the definition of joy being the endurance of of moving through with with 
positivity and optimism despite the situation almost welcoming negativity. And it just, it doesn't happen because it has to be the perspective of you to fully believe that we will make it through this. We will endure this time and then we'll make it on the other side because it's a greater purpose. There's a community out there that needs us to be here and, and God will, God will provide through, through our just belief that things will work out. And sometimes we don't, we can't explain why. It's amazing that the, the items that are donated um, are from A to Z. Um, mm. Gentleman called up, donated two accordions, one electric accordion with speakers and amplifiers and one manual that I'm thinking, why, you know, where do these come from? But it's, it's amazing the items that are donated and you think, how do they, you know, get that? And sometimes you don't always get you know, the rough cut diamond sure. when, when sure. you donate. Sure. But most of the time, everything that, you know, the majority of what they donate is good. And it it may not, you know, and that's a great thing about We Care, people that come there for the first time, yeah. like that couple of women. It's one thing to have everything there, but the prices yeah. are amazing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a great place to shop. If it's got your size and you like the look of it, yeah. you buy it, and yeah. you can't go wrong. Well, uh, Pastor Amanda spoke on Luke 3 on this, which is about your sharing and being aware of how much you're taking and how much you're giving. And I feel like that's kind of in the vein of what you're saying. There's, a, there's, there's always a need to not give the worst of what you have, but to be mindful of the person that's going to receive it mm -hmm. and how you be beyond donating be how you live in the world how are you taking things how are you giving things and making sure that those ratios aren't aren't off you know, that you're not overwhelmingly taking and 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 offering a 10% you know of 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 giving yourself your time your efforts um yeah so are there any additional thoughts or, or do you have any stories? <laughs> stories? Uh, well, all kinds of stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we were saying about uh, the night that we were unloading the trailer. Yes, you, yes. And it was hot back in that trailer, and, you know. Yes, it was. Well, I wasn't in there, but yeah. you were. <laughs> It appeared to be. It appeared to be from the outside. <laughs> we were getting things to the back of the trailer, but then I stopped and looked at the the mass of kids in our parking lot. You know, there must have been a couple of hundred. Yeah. You know, youth there. Yeah. That are putting all this up, and I'm thinking they're working way harder than I am. Just <laughs> everywhere. But it happens every year. It does. It right. Year. Yeah. It every does. Year. And then. Uh, I think when this is being broadcast, uh, we will have our two-day Christmas store. Yes. Help the people out. And I worked last year um, packaging items. And you look at the faces of the people that are coming there. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a very soft-hearted person, but mm. you almost start, you know, you get a tear in your eye because yeah. they're coming there and they're getting Christmas for their families. Yeah that they couldn't have mm -hmm. without we care. Right. And yeah. they can put a beautiful smile on their, chi their children's faces Christmas morning 
and I know it's going to have a smile on their hearts when they're looking at their kids having a great time. Right. And it's because of we care. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. It is. Well, thank you all this week for coming. Uh, Mr. Glenn and Mr. Carey, thank you all so much for joining from the table this week. Thank you for talking about all of We Care and what it does for our community and just, you know, how it keeps on going even through after this pandemic, how great it is and all that. And knowing, like, the needs, you know, particularly now, like, what are the ways that we can help? The needs are going to be in our community no matter what because we have people Mm -hmm. in our community. That's right. It's not just Christmas. It's, I mean, like, you could think it like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All year, year. all year. People that come into the stores on Wednesdays and Saturdays, you have people that have money, and you have people that don't have money that mm. come in there. Right. Mm. But they are all welcome, and they all find what they want in there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's a bargain for everybody. Amen. Right. Well, oh, are you, you going to say something? Well, I'd, I'd just like to thank all the churches and the youth, especially the youth. Oh, absolutely. They, they are amazing. And uh, we've had the, the police, policemen have come in and helped, the firemen were there today and helped. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, and businesses, I've noticed businesses are coming. Exactly. And, and uh, UTM football team was there yeah. last year, we helped out. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. They just, everything. And, and of course, the, the uh, Christmas sh- yeah. Party down here. Yeah. Yes. And a lot, a lot of work because we get yeah. mm-hmm. these four by four bins full of <laughs> right, right. sort out. Right. But they, they do that at Christmas time. And the rodeo has one come in here. And the post office has their food drive. Uh, churches we just just had one. Right. Last month. Yeah. All the churches yeah. donated. Well, and there's, that's the beautiful part is that it moved past us or past the church in the 70s into an ecumenical sharing right. of this ministry, which means we can provide more. We can, we can say there, this need needs to be met, but if one church is doing it, it goes, well, I understand that needs to be met, but I can't do it. And now it's like, no, that's a possibility. We could, we could do that yeah. because the community is sharing that together. Right. Well, thank y'all both again this week for coming on the show and uh, just explaining everything. Next week we'll be taking or we'll be talking, not taking. We'll be. We talk- won't take volunteers. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take. Yeah, we'll take. Uh, okay. <laughs> we won't poach we'll, volunteers. We'll take the uh, volunteers. All right. We'll be talking with uh, volunteers for Real Foot Rural Ministries. I think we got uh, Justin Christ on the show. Yes. Um, Dr. Greg, Greg yeah, Moore. Dr. Greg Moore. And Russ Gillum. That's right. Dr. Russ Gillum. That's right. I'm Caden. And I'm Brian. Y'all, would y'all want to? Yeah, I'm Glenn. I'm Gary. <laughs> and we'll and, all say, have a happy holiday season. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And good night to all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening on the conversation from the table. Joy of Christ be with you. Thanks for listening. You can find information for We Care at wecareministries.net. Again, a special thanks to Glenn Hudson and Carrie Buxton, volunteers for We Care Ministries under the team at We Care, led by Betty Baker, We Care Director. This episode was recorded prior to the tornado that occurred this past week. 
we want everyone to know that we are continue to make room in the end and find ways that we can help our community. You can look for martinfumc.org as well as social media, Facebook, and Instagram. Again, thanks for listening to the conversation from the table.